Welcome to that Park Life Podcast episode. What are we on? 13? Thirteen. Lucky thirteen, right? Or unlucky, <laughs> depending on how this goes. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm just, you know, ready to talk about some Disney stuff today. Yeah, we got a jam-packed show because we're talking about some things you may not know about Hollywood Studios because the 30th anniversary is the day that yeah. this episode releases, and I'm excited because I'll be there. I'm braving the crowds, the heat. I'll be there in spirit. Yes. How about that? Um, I have We're going to celebrate some things today. I'm excited to talk about that. Oh, yeah. We have a, a couple returning to the show and they have an interesting yes. story. The kind of story, because like, you know, these stories happen and maybe you haven't yeah. heard one um, personally and it happens to be something I experienced as well. Uh, so we'll have some guests in here talk yeah, about don't their, give, don't give it away. their Disney fairy tale moment. Yes. Um, but what's going so, on in your life? Um, well, I did see Endgame. I know you said we can't talk about it. I'm not going to spoiler or anything. I just want to say that I did see it. Okay. Um, I want to see it again in the theater because I feel like you can't really get it all in one take. Yes. There's so much that has happened. There's so much. I mean, I felt, and we had to go somewhere right afterwards. I'm like, I just feel like I needed to sit and process and I didn't have time to do that. So I do want to see it again. I'm okay. very excited. Loved the movie. Whew. I am going to say that it's probably... I don't think it's my favorite Avengers movie um, or Marvel movie, but I do think that it's definitely up there. Interesting. So, I'm, yeah. I have been living my life uh, very anxiously because I have not seen Endgame, but I at least saw the most recent episode of Game of Thrones. So like, I think I'm halfway there. I'm, half of the spoilers oh aren't spoilers out there. Are you, are you a Game of Thrones person? I've recently become it. I gave it up for okay, like so two years because it was boring I've, AF, but it's gotten okay. better. I've never watched it and I've decided, okay, I'm going to do it this summer and then I can watch the whole series. The whole that thing. way it's all out. I don't mm -hmm. have to wait for anything. So I think I'm going to start it soon um, because I did go when I was home. I think I mentioned this. I was home a couple weeks ago and I watched like one of the episodes, which yes. I'm like, I mean, they were like, yeah, but so much, so much happened that like you got to see that you probably shouldn't have watched. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. It'll be fine. <laughs> I will be fine. I'll forget about it. I know there's so much going on in that show anyway. So The good news is because of all the weird character names and the way they look, you'll probably forget about anything that you saw anyway. And exactly. I mean that because like as someone who watched, I still don't remember things. And I watched it on I'm purpose. Like, like who has a chart of all the names written down? Because I feel like the names is what's going to be the hardest thing. It is the hardest. It's thing. like remembering everyone's name. So <laughs> um, another random thing that I was thinking about and I was like, I need to ask this. Um, so Sunday morning, Doug wakes up and he's like, he looks at me and he's like, you ever just like have a song that you you get stuck in your head and you just can't get it out like ever? And I'm like, like, do I have one today or do I have? And he's like, just just like it, like one song that it just gets stuck in your head a lot. So I was thinking about it. and I'm like, I had one stuck in my head that morning, but I'm like, I don't have one song. So then I was like. Is it weird that I get different songs stuck in my head or is it weird that you only have one song that you always get stuck in your head? So I don't know. I was curious. I would love some feedback from our listeners, but I was going to ask you, like, do you feel like you get one song that always gets stuck in your head or do you feel like it's always a different song? It's like weeks at a time. So it'll be the same yeah. song for like a week and then one day I'll wake up and it's gone and then it'll be replaced by something else that stays there for a while. Yeah. And do you like... I'm like this. A lot of times I will literally wake up in the morning with a song in my head. And I'm yes. like, I don't even know where that came from. Maybe it's an original. I... Maybe you're an artist. No, it's like a song that oh. I know. It's not like a song that I made up, okay. even though I love making up songs. <laughs> um, no, but I just thought that was interesting. So if you're listening, please go and comment because I'm curious what what's like the norm. If is it weird? Is it not weird? I guess it might depend on the song. I mean, if you wake up with some type of like anti. Okay, well, well, his song is Bruno Mars. Uh, That's what I like. Okay. And I it fits his personality. Song. I sound so white. <laughs> it's Bruno Mars. That's what I like. <laughs> I think. Anyways, <laughs> um, but that song's been out for a couple, you know, a couple years now. So I'm like. It's interesting that it's a song that still gets stuck in his head. But anyways, the next time I get different. a song stuck in my head, I'm going to let you know how, what it is and how long it's there. Yeah. Um, I don't have a song stuck in my head. I have a menu stuck in my head. 
Oh my gosh. I'm excited. We're going out to eat tonight at Terralina Crafted Italian over at Disney Springs. It'll be our first time there. I may have mentioned we were going there before, but we wound up not going. But we're for sure going uh, mm. pretty much right after we record this episode. And I'm excited to talk about it. So you'll probably hear me yap about it next week um, after we've eaten. So you've already, have you already looked at the menu and decided what you want to eat? Yes, but I'm not sharing. Okay. Um, but is it in Italian? Is there a menu in Italian? It's not. In, well, you mean like how you sometimes have to pronounce words in Italian? I'll have yeah. the ensalada, please. Uh, yeah, how it and then it like explains what it is below it. You're like, I don't know, whatever that it's is. It's a little, it's a little mix, a little bit of both. I'm going to get me some fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you say it, but it's going to be delish. It is going to be delicious. Oh my gosh! Uh, but we're here to talk about some Hollywood studios. So we thought we'd put together some things, some facts, and I don't use the term fact lightly. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I'll, I'll say that for our show in general, like, cause I, I follow some, or I have seen some Instagram posts or some accounts that do like the daily Disney fact. Yeah. And I don't a hundred percent believe mm. this. You're not going to hear any of those, um, no. specifically that during the construction of tower or tower, the building was hit by lightning and that inspired the storyline and blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Although there's no proof of that it's Florida. So it probably was, but it's probably been That's hit by true. lightning 17 times a year since then. So, right. and we would never know. Um, so something completely, yeah. There's it, all these things made up about it. And you're, they're like, and there's ghosts that live yeah, in the basement. So and these are not put cons- it on that exact spot in the <laughs> car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Someone found a dream catcher on the ground, and that's where they decided. I mean, yes, it's like, no. So there's none of those, none of those conspiracy theories things, none of those things that are yeah. too hard to believe. These are actually published things from okay. Disney. So that's why I know they're oh. real. So I have I have confidence it's in them, and that's, and that's why we chose them to share uh, with everyone. And to set the mood a little bit, For our facts you may not have known about Hollywood Studios, we have some great movie ride area background music for you. Rip. Rip, great movie ride. Rip. Rip. This is a a Greg original, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I composed this myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll start us off with something you may not know about Hollywood Studios. We'll start right at the gate here. So our goal is to kind of take a little tour around the park here with some some facts. So right at the entrance or the gate to Hollywood Studios, you may see, you may know that structure, which has become iconic of the park. Um, but the entrance to the park is a replica of a real auditorium in Los Angeles. It's not just something that Disney made up. It is after the Pan Pacific Auditorium. And interestingly enough, the auditorium that this was based on burnt down three weeks after Hollywood Studios opened. Unrelated, I don't think you know the park opened. They were like, "Burn this thing down," but it's a real thing that existed, and I think they tried to re, you know, recreate it. But the original, it's based on burnt down. I also, on another unrelated note, I love the way you say auditorium. Audit. Wait, how how am I saying it? Auditorium. Auditor. Auditorium. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just the way. Some auditorium. It's some auditorium. Um, okay, so after you walk in, on the right side is Oscar's Super Service. It's like the gas station where the tow truck is and you can rent strollers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they named the station after the Oscars, which are like the Oscar statues, which are which are uh, like the awards you get for being awesome in movies. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I was just going to say, and the tagline on the truck is, we tow the stars. We tow the stars. I want to tow a little some stars. Nod, a little nod to the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, we know that Hollywood Studios was based on. I don't know, maybe Hollywood. Hollywood. I know it wasn't called Hollywood Studios in the beginning, but it is what it is now. Which, if you've ever, if you've never like done any kind of research or like history on Hollywood, it's really fascinating. Hollywood itself or Hollywood Studios? Hollywood, like just Hollywood, California, like in general. I just love like reading about the history. I took a couple of film classes in college, and that was like my favorite part was just learning about how all of that started. So I guess I have some homework now. Um, I know. We're going to move past the, the gate and the uh, the gas station there. In the middle of that area is that large crossroads structure, Crossroads of the World is the official name of it. Uh, recently, um, on top of the spinning globe, the Mickey was returned. So it had been gone for some time. I'm not sure how long, but it had been gone. Uh, it is not a ordinary Mickey statue, though. One, it's five foot three, which may be about how tall Mickey is. I'm not even sure how tall Mickey is. Uh, <laughs> but it's made out of solid copper. Now, it's made out of oh. copper because it also acts as a lightning rod. So I know I b- before I mentioned how the Tower of Terror was struck. That's not it. This is just a functional, yeah. kind of cool-looking lightning rod made out of copper, just in case it's actually stricken, stricken, striked, struck, struck by lightning. Stricken from the record. Yes. Yeah, the, um, it's 
something that I thought was fascinating when we we learned on our Keys to the Kingdom tour that we did uh, a few years back was about all the hidden lightning rods. Like, I, I guess I just never thought about that. Like, yeah, they have all these storms that come through. Like, how do they protect us from that? But it's because they're all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I would assume on top of Space Mountain. I mean, the, the, it's a, yeah. an antenna basically up in the sky. Well, you uh, don't realize how much metal, I mm-hmm. guess, is in the parks. And yeah. then you're like, well, if like lightning comes through. Um, and I guess I don't think anyone's ever, as far as I know, no one's ever been struck with lightning in the park. Um, but it's interesting. It's cool how they've like hidden all these things. So I like that. <laughs> this music is just really is it distracting. You? <laughs> it's it is a it's a little loud. Can, oh. Is it loud to you? It's not, but I lowered it. Oh, okay, maybe it's just me. Okay, all right. So if you go past the shops on Hollywood Boulevard and you make a right about Sunset Boulevard, which I love, I love standing kind of in that area because you can see down both streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Beauty and the Beast stage, which is down towards uh, Tower of Terror, it's the longest running show in Walt Disney World history. Oh my goodness. Um, it premiered on November 22nd of 1991. And I am curious how long they're going to let this stage show go. We talked about that our last trip. Like, it's been there forever. And I'm curious if they're ever going to re- look at replacing that. I think so. I mean, they're bringing a show to Epcot, if I remember correctly. In the France Pavilion, like a sing-along, like right. they have it frozen in uh, Hollywood Studios. So I don't know. But, I mean, obviously, if they change it, they're not going to have the title of longest-running show in all of Walt Disney World. Right. Um, stage show, I guess we should say, because and you could argue like that Carousel of Progress has been running longer, but it's not quite the same. Right. But it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because they're bringing all these other Beauty and the Beast things out. So, like, they have – what were you saying about the France Pavilion? Um, I believe they're putting in a sing-along uh, for okay. a Beauty and the Beast sing-along, similar to what they do for the Frozen sing-along because in Hollywood like, Studios. Yeah, and then we're also like, getting the lounge in the Grand right. Floridian that's Beauty right. and the Beast inspired. I don't think it's going to be as overtly Beauty and the Beast as perhaps people were worried about. Like, I don't right. think you're going to see Beast and Belle walking around. That's not, I think it's supposed to be inspired by. But that does make a little part of me think, like, could it be because they're going to maybe announce that they're going to do something different at could the Beauty be, and the Beach stage be. show and they don't want people to riot? I don't know. People will probably still riot, but people riot over everything. I know, uh, you right know. next door to Beauty and the Beast is the amphitheater for Fantasmic and some numbers about Fantasmic for you. 50 plus performers, 1 million gallons of water. Oh my gosh. A 40 foot tall dragon. I don't know who the mother of that dragon is. Yet to be revealed. <laughs> Uh, and 75 plus costumes throughout the show, and Mickey himself has five different costumes throughout that show. He's bougie like that. Bougie. He's like he's the share of the characters. He just has a doesn't he have a sequence one in that, like a sequence costume? He does have a very show ready. Shiny. Yes. Yeah. It's show ready. <laughs> yes, he's ready for the camera. It's very bedazzled, if you will. <laughs> Are you a fan of Phantasmic? No. Oh, there's <laughs> okay. a fun fact you may not know about Hollywood Studios. I did Greg not know that. Like it. It's, it's a fun I don't want to make enemies. It's just not my jam. I like the music a lot. The show itself, yeah. I, I wish it was uh, uh, better. You'd rather be doing other things. Yes. Um, okay, so at the end of Sunset, obviously, is the Tower of Terror. And, um, you know, maybe you've heard some crazy facts about it. But Imagineers actually watched 156 episodes of The Twilight Zone in preparation for this ride. That's a lot. I don't. What's the average episode length? for twilight zone even if it's a half an hour that's still a lot of hours i can't say i've ever actually watched like like a full end-to-end episode Yeah, like i can't really tell you much about the show like my extent would be well i've been to the tower of terror (laughs) (laughs) i've seen a little bit of that but i think that for them that probably just helped them with more of the details because obviously you know disney does not skimp on a detail so no, I mean, and if you have to put yourself in a perspective where you want to make sure this is a ride that fits into the canon, I guess, or to the overall yeah. vibe, you got to immerse yourself in it. And if there's one thing they can do, it's immersion. Um, I will say my, my favorite thing about Tower of Terror is when you go up on the balcony, like kind of like before you walk in the doors, yes, like the inside doors is how you the music kind of echoes in that little courtyard area mm-hmm. up on the balcony. That's like my favorite thing because it sounds so creepy. Echo, echo, echo. Yeah, it sounds so creepy, but I love it. It's my favorite. Well, we all know that you like creepy things. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing a podcast with me. So let's <laughs> let's head over to uh, the Chinese theater, the icon of the park, now that the uh, the hat is gone. 
also rip to the hat. Um, we know the Chinese theater <laughs> oh is gosh, eventually be going, uh, going to become the Mickey and Minnie's Rail. Nope, let's start that over. The Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway rolls right off the tongue. Uh, we have until 2020 because <laughs> they recently announced it's, it's pushed back from this year. But good. Take the time. Get it right. Yeah. Uh, so between 1989 and 1995, some real celebs actually showed up, showed out to dip their hands in cement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, outside of the Chinese theater, is the only set of handprints from Ms. Audrey Hepburn. Now, I do want to say, I am not naive enough to think that the actual concrete squares out there are the ones they dipped their hand in, hands in. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure those are replicas of it. So they probably okay. dipped it in something, used it as a cast, and those are made. Because there's no way. There's no way. That Where do you let... think the originals are? Probably kept somewhere backstage, not even at the park. They're probably in some... You need to find that out. We need yes. to find out. Well, think about that. There's no way they're going to... Specifically for Audrey Hepburn, who may not be necessarily as popular in our generation, but right. at the time, there's no way they're going to let her original, like the one she actually dunked her hand in, because if they were damaged, there'd be no way to... That'd be it, right? You think people would try to steal it? Um, That, and I just... I think that, yeah, you know how they keep things show ready all times, right? So let's yeah. say something yeah. accidentally handed, you know, happened to it, they'd have no way of... Well, maybe that's it. when they put the replica in. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, who knows? Maybe if something happened to it, they'd have to put the original in. <gasps> Ooh, think about that. Okay, don't, so... Don't go damage it. Let's not find <laughs> out. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, so if you move on towards Echo Lake which is home to Gertie the dinosaur. You can't miss her. When you walk up there, you're like, oh, here's a big dinosaur. Um, Gertie was an animated character <laughs> Wait, in the when early... When you walk into the park, do you talk to yourself? Like, oh, there's a big dinosaur. There's Gertie. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I mean, maybe in my head, I'm like, there she is. Um, so she was an animated character in the early 1900s and was considered to be the first animated character to show a distinct personality, which is interesting to me. Um, so Imagineers thought that Gertie kind of have paved the way for Mickey because of that. So that's why they included her in the park. Yeah, it's a cool that's concept a to think tribute. that this is what the Imagineers thought of as far as characters go. That was, you know, a, a, a person, person like this personification yeah. of a character. So it wasn't just a dinosaur stomping around. The Gertie right. like, had honestly, emotions and stuff. I mean, I can't I can't say that I I have always been like, I don't want to deal with the dinosaur again. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm always like, what's the deal with this thing? I don't remember. I don't know. I know it's something like old, cream. but. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I'm like, I get it, but like, where did this come from? But so that makes sense. I get it. Well, I thought maybe like dinosaurs were around when it was cold out. So maybe that's why they sell ice cream. <laughs> don't, maybe. That, don't fact check that, all right? Um, <laughs> past Echo Lake is uh, where we start heading towards the Star Tours area. There is that mm-hmm. stage just outside of it where the little, the little Jedis, the little mm-hmm. Jedis, uh, Lil, go to L-I-L. get trained. Uh, they say they go through approximately 600 Jedi robes every day for that academy training. Well, that's crazy to think that that many kids can do it because every time we go into Hollywood Studios, there's people like, you know, running to get over there to sign up for it. And I'm like, and they still can do 600 people in one day. That's pretty incredible. Well, they, they say they phrase it as 600 robes. Which make me think that it's not necessarily people because technically the cast members guiding them around wear robes. So I don't, I don't know if it's exactly. I mean, it's uh, going to be close okay. to it. Um, I see what you're but saying. But they go through 600 total robes a day, and, and it's throughout its operation, which must include the rotating cast, right? Um, which That's is a, a handful compared to the let's say 30 kids or whatever it is. Yeah, I do like watching that little show because sometimes you catch some pretty interesting things mm-hmm. going on. Because it's like kids say the darnest things, but it's Star Wars edition. Yeah, kids <laughs> do the darnest things while holding a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So if you've experienced the Star Tours attraction, which a lot of us have, um, you may remember that you actually board flight 1401, uh, which is part of the ride. And we know that Disney with almost any number I feel like you see, it has a meaning to it. So it's not a random number. 1401 actually refers to the street address of Walt Disney Imagineering headquarters in Glendale, California. Interesting, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like the building number of the Walt Disney Imagineering is 1401. Yeah. 1401. 2319. I'm oh, just gosh. kidding. You know what? Can I admit? Okay, Disney admission. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. So when it was February 3rd this year. Because like, you why? don't do movies, Greg. See, this I is why you got to watch movies. I don't remember movies. Okay. I actually tried to remember what happened in Captain Marvel, like, and thinking about like what it's gonna, what might happen in Endgame. Like, I don't even know what. Okay, oh uh, I just saw it like three weeks. You ago. need to like take notes. You want to? I should people. have taken notes. Uh, let's move past Star Tours okay. into the Muppets Courtyard. Muppet Vision 3D. I always try to feel. I don't can't do a Kermit voice, but whenever he says Muppet Vision 3D, <laughs> uh, it's the first to include a computer-generated Muppet. 
So all of the Muppets were either oh. real or animated, yeah. but this was a computer-generated Muppet, Wait, Waldo. I thought, all, I thought they were all real. <laughs> oh, my God. The reality? His name is Waldo. Waldo. And Waldo, just like the 1401 number in Star Tours, this is not a random name. Waldo refers to an, an electronic input device that Muppeteers, which is the people who control the Muppets, like a mm-hmm. puppeteer, but Muppets, it's the electronic input device that Muppeteers use to remotely perform characters. Interesting. So they threw a little Easter egg in there, basically yeah. for themselves. In the Muppet Vision 3D. 3D. Doug and I just watched, uh, it was like a YouTube thing that somebody had put together on kind of like the whole, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I can't think today. I don't know. Conspiracy. Um, (laughs) I'll think of it. But basically it was how the Muppets started. Like from where they started from. Like a biography, like a history kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the original Kermit looked like, which it was all very interesting. I'm like, oh, this is pretty, pretty crazy. Anyways, um, all right, so after that, we're going to swing around to Toy Story Land because you kind of go around that curve there. And um, the grounds at Toy Story Land include Andy's footprint, which, um, I mean, I would say guess how long it is, but you can see my notes. So it's 25 (laughs) feet long, or it's the equivalent of a size 240 shoe. Yes, they actually used one of Shaq's shoes to make that imprint. Yeah, they did. They did. I didn't know that. Orlando native and hero. Yeah. Not native. He, he was like, Shazam, you can use my shoe. <laughs> he talks just like that. Uh, <laughs> we'll stay in story in uh, Toy Story Land for a minute. Okay. The atmosphere of Toy Story Mania uh, was enhanced through a process by the Imagineers. So they wore their 3D glasses. Or, uh, I shouldn't necessarily say Imagineers, but the people who painted the attraction mm-hmm. wore the 3D glasses the whole time to see what it would look like from the rider's perspective. Um, because obviously riders are going around the attraction with the glasses on. Of course, you're looking at the screen, but if you look around, you're going to see other things. So they yeah. wanted to make sure it still appeared correctly. So they I went through like, it. They were painting with the 3D glasses on. I feel like that would make me yarf. Like just thinking <laughs> yarf. about that makes you want to yarf. Like, oh my gosh. Having to look back and like get close and paint. <clears throat> I hope they had nicer glasses because I would hate to be wearing one of those all day. But Well, I mean, they, I'm sure they weren't looking at the screens and they weren't necessarily in the vehicles. Well, I know. I know, Being but I'm saying like, even if you're looking, I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Maybe this, that's why I stopped painting on a professional level. If you level. are one of the people that painted and the crew, please let us know. Feel yes. free to reach out. <laughs> Feel free to reach out. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of all the main facts we have, right? Yeah, we have some just like one or two other rando facts yeah. about Hollywood Studios. I've got Studios. one random fact. Um, so Mulan, Lilo and Stitch, and Brother Bear were actually all animated primarily in the back lot of the park. Yeah, I mean, the original idea for Hollywood Studios was that it was going to be a working studio, hence mm-hmm. MGM Studios at the time. And then Hollywood Studios, I know they recorded episodes of the Mickey Mouse Club. Not the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It's a different animated thing. The Mickey Mouse Club uh, show, I remember that you know they were doing that there. They, were, they allegedly had replicas of, of things that were filmed out there. They had props from movies. So like it was meant to be like, yeah, like a satellite area of Hollywood. I missed the backlot tour. I do. Well, you know, because I got into the Golden Girls after. I know. After oh I was, after they took it away. Picture cut to Greg, like, jumping off of that tram and running into the house. <laughs> it was after they took it away. They need to bring it back because mm. I finally got into it. But when the park yeah. opened in 1989, some then famous Hollywood. <laughs> what does that sound? I hear bells ringing from this background music. <laughs> uh, some getting, then getting famous Hollywood celebs appeared. In, wait, what are they singing? Hold on. <gasps> Okay, so I got distracted. Uh, what was it. I saying? The some some then famous Hollywood celebrities mm-hmm. were there, including uh, Bob Pope, were there to dedicate the park. But Michael Eisner himself was on hand. Ooh. He was he was the boss Bob, man Bob. back in the day. Uh, but he welcomed everyone and dedicated the park to quote a Hollywood that never and always will be. Interesting. And then and then cut to modern day Star Wars studios. <laughs> hey now, it's only a small portion. It's still Hollywood. Hey, it's still. Did Hollywood. you see? As we were recording this, so right before we started recording this, I was following, uh, I follow Living by Disney on Instagram, Serena, because mm-hmm. she has a, a ton of information out there. Yeah. Um, and she was part of the media uh, group that got to go visit Hollywood Studios today for like the pre-30th anniversary event. Oh and they got to go. I haven't looked at it. They got to go, guys, <gasps> into Galaxy's Edge. Stop it. Yes. I'm living vicariously. I didn't get to do it, obviously. Yeah. We're not We're not media, okay? Yeah. Uh, we're not part of the cool jealous. game. Um but it was super interesting. So it seems like at least it's available to be walked in by people. If it was super dangerous, they wouldn't let them in. So I guess construction is moving along yeah. over in uh, Galaxy's Edge. So those are some things you may not know about Hollywood about Studios. About Hollywood Studios. 
Yeah, feel free to let us know some things maybe you've learned over the years yeah. uh, on our post here. Like for real this facts, episode. though, nothing. Or honestly, it might be fun to learn some things like, well, I heard that. <laughs> some secondhand news. We could add those in, too. Should we, uh, should we go ahead, since we're doing historical facts, should we do our historical fact for the day? Yeah, before we bring in our guests to talk about their... Ro- <laughs> before we turn this from history into romance, yes. uh, let's, do, let's get a couple more history and facts mm. out there. Okay, you want me to go first? Sure. Historical fact. Okay, and uh, on this week in 1997, the restaurant in Walt Disney World's Cinderella Castle was renamed to Cinderella's Royal Table. Wait, can I Although, nerd out? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I was just about to make this about me, but give me Okay, well, it. let me finish. Um, <laughs> so it was originally called King Stefan's Banquet. Yes. Um, which, or sorry, King Stefan's Banquet Hall. But King Stefan was actually Sleeping Beauty's father. So uh, a lot of people were like, mm, get it right, Disney. Mistake. So yeah, they changed it. Now it's Cinderella's Royal Table. Have and you been I, there? Once when I was younger and couldn't appreci- couldn't possibly appreciate it. Didn't have to pay the bill. And the reason why I don't go now is because I'd be the one paying the bill. Uh, For some reason in my mind, I, I thought it was later than 97. Like, I'm like, really? It was 97 when they changed it up? Well, when you think about it, that was 22 years ago. Oh, gosh. Yes. Super <laughs> You're old. older than you think. Can we not? <laughs> yes. Um, let me hit you with a fact. Yes. Go this ahead. week in 2005, Disney's Magical Express service begins at Disney World. So that's been carting guests around for 14. I've never been on the, I've never been on the Magical Express. Me neither. That's the, um, aren't those the buses that take people for cruises? It's the complimentary, well, no, it's uh, to and from the airport to your Uh, Disney resort. Oh, the airport. So it's included in your Disney resort uh, price. Um, I just haven't done it because every time we've visited, we've just rented a car. Yeah. And, uh, well, obviously now that we're here, we're, we're not flying down as much, um, I've just never done it. It looks cool. I know yeah. people call it Magical Express on the way to Disney. On the way home, it's the Tragical Express. The Tragic. <laughs> yes. That's very true. We always, uh, whenever we've stayed on resort, which we've really only stayed at the All-Star, uh, All-Star Resorts, but we always see it a couple times. All right. Now we're going to switch gears. Let's do this. And bring in JT and Mariah. <gasps> and here they are. Some, some guests of the podcast. Maybe this music's a little premature. Although if I had to choose one word to describe JT, it would be premature. So uh, we have JT and Mariah with us today. Um, earlier we were talking about how we'd introduce you, and that just happened. So I don't really know what to yeah. tell you. Uh, so welcome back. Thanks for having us again. Hello. Mm, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So we're, you're not here just for any old reason. You have what some might consider an ultimate Disney experience. Whether or not it includes JT, we don't know. But um, <laughs> my experience. Some some people that talk about this, uh, and it happens to be something I've experienced as well. But oh. it's not about me; it's about JT. I have and not experienced this, so I'm going to live vicariously. Vicariously, and anyone else who's listening who may follow you on Instagram perhaps wants to know a little more details about yes. a certain event that happened in your life a week ago. We could go today. A week ago today. A week oh ago gosh. today. At Disney's Contemporary Resort, a certain question was asked. And that is, can I dunk you in ranch? And we all said yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, out of context, people might not have any idea what we're talking about. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your night. So I, I would like to hear first from JT, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, you see. <laughs> <laughs> you see. I decided that um, I was going to finally uh, add this one to my family the whole the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Finally. Finally. He was talking. He was looking at me, but he was talking about Mariah. We so now you know what's going on here. Okay, I want to know first of all, how long have you been planning this? Um, honestly, for probably like a month. Okay. Actually, like a week is really all I since the day you met her. I think is what you're saying. You really wanted to marry me for a week. But like, I mean, I've wanted to marry you for a while. But I mean, the actual planning. I've I bought the ring about a month ago. So obviously, since then. Okay. But the actual one, I got the ring on Thursday, and I started planning it probably the Tuesday before. So about a week. And that's when the gear started turning. That's when the that's when I got you know I, I got to have a little hand in this, a little piece of the magic by helping you know uh, coordinate some of the reservations. Because when you book a reservation at Disney, and you put it right. on your Disney experience. Yeah. This is one of the reasons up. why Nicole's not allowed to have the app. Um, in case they <laughs> repropose. Uh, you know, so I had, I had to make some things in my name just in case. But he he wound up knowing some people uh, to help okay. out a little bit. But you had a, a dinner reservation that evening, right? You also had a Disney resort stay. So you had a little magic in this. Yeah. I did, yeah. Mr. Greg over here um, had 
his hand in it, so he was able to get me a room. Sounds dirty. <laughs> his, hand, his hands weren't in it, no. I mean, but you guys aren't that close. I <laughs> uh, was able to get me a hotel room, and this one couldn't see it on my Disney experience. So then yeah. that day we woke up, and I said, hi, pack your bag, we're going. I think at What's... that point she probably knew what was going on. But... No, what think resort? about that. So yeah, what, JT what rolls over. I assume that he rolls over. And, uh, and says, pack your bag, we're going to a resort. And you're like, what okay. do you do with that information? Yeah, did you know? Were you like... Well, Oh, it's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Yes and no. So, okay. I don't really get scheduled at work very often. So, if I can find a shift, it's like, hey, I'm picking up the shift. I need this. (laughs) I need to be there. Yeah. And he was like, you cannot pick up anything on Tuesday or Wednesday. Don't you dare pick up anything. And I was like, (laughs) okay, but like, what if I find a shift? I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he was adamant, you're not picking it up. You're like, I hear what you're saying, but. But (laughs) Also, if I can pick it up, like, I'm going to write. So he was like, you're absolutely not picking anything up. You can't do it. It's it's not happening. And then he tells me, like, two days before, he's like, all I'm going to say is you got to pack a bag. And I was like, this is it. I told everybody at work, I was like, I'm going to get engaged. <laughs> but I, obviously I didn't know because I didn't see a ring or anything. But yeah. in my mind, I was like, this has to be it. If this isn't it, I don't know when it's going to happen. But this right. is it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you, were, you weren't 100% sure where you're going to dinner or where you're going to stay. So I know as one thing I've learned in being in a relationship is that sometimes a girl, I don't want to generalize, but you might want to know what type of outfit you need. So, yes. like, what type yeah. of dinner are we going to? Is it a table service? Is it a signature? Is it a certain attire required? So I'm sure you had to deal with that. And I was actually panicking. I was like, what do I need to bring? Where are we going to dinner? Is there a dress code? Look up the dress code. Tell me where we're going. And then he was like, just bring some nice outfits, a really nice <laughs> outfit, a couple nicer outfits, maybe a park outfit or two. And, and then I was like, no, well, I don't know See, what that means. I you're like, we're going to be gone for event. two days. Where are we going? And in a couple of years, JT, you'll get to this point where, like, you can't do that. Because her mind is probably like, well, then I have yeah. to like decide on the makeup that goes with that, and then the accessories, oh, yeah. like not just the clothes. It's, I brought it's fifteen the, outfits. Yes, for one night. yes. <laughs> it's the earrings, the necklace, the bracelet. It's literally <laughs> everything, even down to probably what magic band matched with all these things. So it's well, it's, it's, it's she's, a stressful la- she's laughing because it's true. Well, yeah, because <laughs> very like, true. Yeah. You want to sound grateful, but also you ruined her life for like a couple of hours. Um, oh so anyway, you have, he finally tells you that you're, uh, you're going to, did he tell you what resort you're going no, to? No, he just drove there. Okay. And fun oh. fact. Blindfolded you. <laughs> yeah, blindfolded me, kidnapped, <laughs> threw me in the trunk. <laughs> but I'm terrified of elevators. Yes. Oh gosh. So he brings me to, you know, Bay Lake, which is basically right. an elevator. Yes. Bay Lake yeah. Tower is 16 stories tall. And at, then surprises resort. me with California Grill, which is on the 16th floor. The top floor. Of the, yeah. So of the, the elevator restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So all day in my mind, I was like, we're not going to go somewhere else for dinner. It doesn't make sense. Like, we're obviously just going to more than likely stay here. Why would you drive around? Right. I was right. <laughs> so all day I'm panicking about this elevator. And I was like, I can't. This better be worth it. Something better. Something good better be happening up there. Like, I love California Real. Don't get me wrong. But every time it's like a whole thing. No, I don't want you to yeah. relive it because I don't want you to panic. Down. She, by the way, <laughs> no one can see. She's getting jittery. So, yeah. Um, when it's time to go up to dinner, I'm assuming at this point you're dressed up. Is this where he has on a suit jacket or his blazer, or his sports coat or whatever he has <laughs> like, on? Were you like, were which you like he never wears, I assume. Yeah, there was like so something in there. He didn't. He got ready kind of before me because I took six hours because I, I thought something might happen. Yeah, so you got to make sure you're <laughs> so, down right for the photos. It's the whole thing. So he, we get ready to go. I, I went to the restroom and then I came out and he was wearing a suit jacket and I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah, something big's <laughs> happening. He never wears a suit jacket. <laughs> So then we're taking photos at the restaurant or whatever, and I'm feeling like, oh, patting his chest, <laughs> patting all of his pockets, and I didn't feel anything. And I was panicking. I'm sorry, I was, like, I, fell over. I was like, oh, it's not it. I like, yeah. I was panicking for two days. And but he was enjoying it. the frisk, I think. Yeah, he was like, throughout the course of the meal, like in pictures and stuff, she had touched, I think, every pocket. Yeah. On where, her, wait, well, where was the? Where was it? In his butt. Where did? <laughs> <Surprise>. <laughs> Um, I didn't have the box with me. I just took it out of the box. You put okay. it like a jewelry bag. I had like a little yeah. like canvas like knit bag that I put it yeah. in so it would be okay. like protected still, but it he was used like... one of those like little dime bag bags, you know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he opened it. He didn't know bag. anything yes. about that. <laughs> no. But that way cuz I knew I knew like I mean also all the clothes I was wearing were kind of like like form fitting so like it would have yeah. stuck out. Like yes. she would have yeah. absolutely like seen it and then if she wouldn't <laughs> see it, I knew she was going to like 
to and you can't like put it in your back pocket to sit on it so no. it's like could you imagine you sit on it breaks what's that cracking <laughs> like, sound uh, um so yeah. you're all you're all dressed up and now you're at the you're at because you walk up you take the escalator to the check-in to the california yes. grill so that part's easy because yes. i'm assuming all the escalators are okay yeah. so now you check in and now what now what you're like this is where we tell the elevator the restaurant, right? right well yeah i took the elevator because i was wearing heels and it's mm-hmm. On the 16th floor, but technically yeah. it's like 32 it's flights a lot of stairs. Of stairs. It's yes. a lot of stairs yeah. and hills. So the lady's getting ready to check us in. And she's like, so, you guys celebrating anything special? <laughs> <laughs> and like this weird, like normally they just be like, are you celebrating anything? Type, type, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she was made like a face and I was like, no, just, just get me upstairs, I guess. <laughs> and there's all these families like waiting to go up. And I tell the, there's like an elevator attendant. And yeah. I was just like, I'm terrified. He's like, don't worry. He brings us in our own elevator. Like, I think they were going to anyway, because the whole restaurant knew what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it was panic. It's only like 10 seconds, and I don't think I... I don't know how I survived. Have you always... Wait, hold on. Have you always been afraid of elevators? Where did this come from? Um, I was like 10, maybe, and we were in one of those, like, sketchy New York City elevators where it's like a gate and then the door. Oh, no. Uh, okay. That's where people Uh, go to die. Yeah, and that's where I died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the inside maybe. yeah so we're like moving and then it kind of stops a little bit and the we were with one of my dad's friends and he jumped and those elevators are not new school they're very like yeah. terrifying yes and it kind of like dropped a little bit and then it eventually opened but i was like that's it yes yeah, <laughs> you're terrified that's it <laughs> never again this is never how again. i die this is how i die i can control it so i mean if you think about it it's your your mood has to be altered a little bit because like your blood's probably rushing and you get to oh, the top of the thing and yeah. you're like i don't even want to eat anymore well then i got up there and the only thing i can think about is i have to go back down yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm the same way when i fly anywhere i get there and i'm so excited but all i think about is like, oh, in five days i have to fly yes in four days i have to fly <laughs> yeah so i don't want to you know i don't want to you don't have to share too much about your your like the conversation you had but I, at some point now i've obviously you know proposed and Beth has been proposed too, so we've experienced this from different perspectives. But I'm assuming that whole meal, you're just like, okay, this is good, but like, let's get to it. Like, let's get to the point where. <laughs> so I wasn't nervous really at all. Was he nervous? Did, could yeah, he didn't act nervous. No. Okay. No. No, he was, was very, very cool. Yeah, I was, he was yeah. wasted. <laughs> do you think that was? Did you feel like that? Do you think that was throwing you off a little bit because you were like, he's not nervous, like. Well, maybe yeah, he's... that, and then I was like, he's he's not sweating. He's not like talking weird. He's not doing anything. Yeah. He's not even like acting different at all. Other yeah. than he's wearing a suit jacket. <laughs> right. So, so I was like, something's got to give. Like, maybe he's just like, okay, we're going to do this once. So then it's just going to keep happening. And then one day it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. So all night I was like, no, it's not going to happen. No, but it is. But it's not. So like, I was like, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, I haven't been to the California Grill. And I don't, Beth, you have not either yet, right? I have not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, You're so, the contemporary's biggest fan, and you've never been to California Grill. Yeah, because I'm You're cheap. Their Hello. <laughs> You're the yeah. contemporary's mess. I spend all like, my money staying like, but there. What kind of, Greg's like, but what kind of cupcakes are up there? Yeah, because <laughs> my cheap butt is going down to the Contempo Cafe and getting. I would put a candle and a peanut butter pie. I'd put the ring in yeah, there. Pretty much. Before in I in go. the middle of it. Meanwhile, Nicole can't yeah. even eat it because of the gluten allergy. But so I'm assuming at this, I'm guessing it's the type of meal where you go through a few appetizers and, and like a main course and then a dessert type right. of thing. So yeah, like, it was this like this a two hour meal, probably. Because so they knew what was going on. You right. had yeah. to, you you yeah. gave them the tip that you're gonna do this. this yeah, I thing. knew I knew some people that were able to uh, kind of help me out with the reservation. I actually got a call from the hotel themselves, like the the California. He looked Grill. at his phone and it just said contemporary on. He's like, Mara, I, I, I gotta take this. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah, Ca- California Grill themselves actually gave me a call. So the way I was able Sweet. to set it up. So because the and then the reservation was completely internal, so she couldn't see that either. Okay. She couldn't see it. So she couldn't see the hotel. She couldn't see the restaurant. Anything. But yeah. they knew. Uh, they knew about it for about four or five days, and the, actually, the contemporary bakery was working on the dessert that was used for uh, at least oh a few gosh. days. It was a, a completely made of chocolate elevator, a little fondant. <laughs> yes, with a little fondant <laughs> yeah. that exactly. goes up and, and down. And it just says, "You lift me up, will you, will you marry me? <laughs> you raise me up." <laughs> um, so you you get through your your appetizers, your course, and now it's time for dessert. And I think I remember you telling me that the staff was gazing at you for probably toward the end of your meal more than the rest of the meal. Which I didn't notice because my back was towards like okay. where all of the servers would be coming out uh, and the bar was. So yeah. JT noticed them all kind of standing behind me, like looking over my shoulder the whole night. <laughs> and I thought it was a little weird because they brought us free appetizers also, which we ordered mm. two. Yeah. Because we're trying to like have right. a, you know, have, have, like a, a, night. have a nice yeah. night. Yeah. And we get our drinks and we get our appetizers and then they bring out like these complimentary things. And I was like, 
I didn't order this. And they're like, no, no, it's from the chef. And I was like, okay, I mean, sometimes that happens, but... <laughs> it does happen, yeah. yeah. But I, okay, why? We already ordered two appetizers. Like, <laughs> right. I don't need more. And right. So I was like, okay, that's a little weird, but like, we've been here a few times. Maybe it's just like a thank you. Yeah. Little did I know. Little did you know. <laughs> and then what happened? Um, so then they, we, I couldn't eat my entree. I was like panicking. I was like, it's going to happen. Mm. When's this going to happen? So I just kind of like took two bites and I was like, I just need a box. I just got to go. Like I can't, I just have to go. I just can't be here anymore. <laughs> I got to get down. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Um, and then it was time for Happily Ever After. And we were like, okay, let's go out on the porch. Because I don't love to watch it in the park since I have to deal yeah. with that a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's So true. I was like, but it's great from up here. Nobody's near me. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Nobody's yelling. So we like went out on the porch. We watched the show and I was like, oh no. If it's he doesn't, he can't do it during the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm sweating the whole show. So I just start talking about work. And I was like, oh, my friends are doing this right now. Like, we, I got to start. Were you trying to, like, de-romanticize away. the moment by talking about work? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So he would, he would like, <laughs> back off. Of that. Like, I also knew. <laughs> but I also figured he knew, like, oh, I yeah. can't do it during this. I think like, he this knew, is yeah. her yeah. job. So, yeah. yeah. So then we came back in and then. The manager came over and she's like, oh, did you guys get your desserts yet? And we were like, oh, didn't even order them. She's like, oh, yeah, I have it right here. And my <laughs> my back was to her and it was sitting behind me for quite some time, apparently. <laughs> so there was like a little ledge and it was below that. And she brings it like to the side of my face and I instantly started crying. Like I saw it. I saw just a cake of, and a shoe, uh, like a Cinderella yeah. slipper. And I started mm. sobbing. Yeah. It's on this. It was presented Aww. on this nice black like tray. Um, yeah. It's more fancy than a tray, right? So it's a, it's a nicely adorned. It kind of looks like a table with a white yeah, chocolate. Yeah, it's like, almost like a Maybe a white chocolate thing. something. Yeah. The Cinderella uh, slipper on mm-hmm. it um, with some chocolate covered strawberries. They yeah. were blue to make yeah. it a interesting. And, and then sparkly. Ri- <laughs> and then written on the little tablet said, Will you marry me? Yes. Oh. A, hundred, oh. a thousand times yes. <laughs> Well, you remember. So, okay, so she puts it in front of you, finally, right? Yes, and I'm sobbing. Kim Kardashian. I, like, Kim Kardashian ugly crying. <laughs> Wait, now I can't remember. Is the ring on it? No. Or he had, he had the ring. He had the ring. Okay. Um, And then I look, after I'm done staring at this dessert for like 10 seconds, I look over and he's on the ground. So I'm crying. Well, on the ground. Well, well, he's knee, on right? his knee. Yeah. yeah. He's passed out he's on the ground. He's like a fish out of water <laughs> yeah. on the ground. Yeah, so he's on his knee, and I'm sobbing even more. Yeah. And it just so happened to be the time that everybody, I guess they just stayed. They weren't eating anymore, but they stayed to watch the show, so they were coming back yes. in to oh, leave. Oh, you had an audience. Yeah. We had a big audience. But they were, like, oh far God. enough away because we were right next to the window, and the walking, yeah. Yeah. the path where they were walking was, like, six tables away. But the whole restaurant stopped. Everybody stood up. <laughs> screaming it literally sounded like it happened in the middle of main street but it was in california girl where everybody's like yeah. so proper and quiet yeah. and there's nobody talking the whole time we're eating and, and they're otherwise were they golf clapping no screaming. no oh my gosh oh and that's gotta feel good that's gotta feel good <laughs> it did but of course you're like, like yeah <laughs> of course i didn't like notice anybody else yeah i was yeah. crying and <laughs> staring at him and he actually did speak which i was i was proud of him for because yes. i thought he was just gonna kind of just be like Ugh. oh i froze i forgot i had this whole you know you plan it out right i, yeah, I don't even yeah. know i don't think i said anything for all i know i said nothing we, i spoke <laughs> telepathically yeah. and she was like you know what what else <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> might as well he said some sweet things and then it's like then the moment's over and it's like Oh God! Well, now okay. what? Right? Like, what do you do? Yeah, and I was that? like, now so, what? So then I stood up because I was like, I need to like. You took your bow. People sitting. threw flowers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and there was really sweet, like older people. They were probably like sixties. Two couples, like at a table, kind of near us. Yeah. They took all the all these photos for us, Aww. and they came over to our table, and they were hugging us. Oh my like, goodness! God bless you, kids. Like this is the most romantic thing I've ever seen. I'm so proud of you, hugging JT. Little yeah. did you know, they were so cute. Those are your real biological parents, <laughs> yeah. and here they are. Come on, in. <laughs> you are the father. Come on in. I love that though because I feel like I mean no like no shade to people that do it in front of the castle, but I feel like that's what everybody does. And I can't. It was like just Disney enough. Yes. Yeah, because it's like you're a little more subtle Disney. You yeah. can look around your face and still exactly. see, like you could still see the castle from where you were, and it's still very Disney. I love that. So the whole night, I mean, like I obviously know what's going to happen, right? Because you know, I, I helped. Yeah, I was in it a little well, bit. Well, and... we we recorded the yes. night before, and Greg told me. I was like, sorry, so JT, spoiler. <laughs> I was like, what? I can't talk to anybody. What? Yes. Huh? As a heads up, I was like, because we're probably going to have them on the next week to talk about. It. I was like, yeah. what do you think about that? And uh, I, just, I got super excited because yes, I was like, we're all oh my excited. God, 
So, I don't even really know these people, and I love them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now it's like 8, 8.30 at night, and we know when Happily Ever After is. So Nicole and I are sitting on our couch, like, watching TV or whatever, and they're like, and Nicole keeps asking me, did you get a text? Did JT say anything? I'm like, I'm not going to reach out to you. Like, it's your moment, because God forbid <laughs> I said something, and, like, you see it. And like, to mention, right in the like, middle of it. Like, oh, yeah, hold on. Like, hold on, buzz, buzz. I got to see what's on my phone. So we were basically like, I don't know if you've seen the skits from SNL where Kristen Wiig's character knows a secret, but she can't keep it in. And like, yes. she eventually throws herself through a wall because <laughs> she can't take it. That was us. We're like, yes. oh, God. Did we do it? We know it. It's going to happen. Guys, it's going to happen. So we like, can't. that was us the whole night. And finally, he sent a text. And Nicole's like, well, what? I need to see a picture of the ring. Like, listen, I'm not texting him. Yeah. It's their night. So eventually, we saw them the next morning. We had breakfast at the Wave. Uh, I know. Then I was do... like, what? you get to go have brunch with them tomorrow, like the next day? <laughs> yeah, man. Which Greg made like a burner, my Disney experience account. Well, that's the whole thing. So like, <laughs> to make, to I, make this live, I live a secret life sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. I had to make, you know, you got to make a reservation at the Wave because I had to park there and stuff. You want to make it like right. easy for us and two of their friends to be there as well without them seeing it. So like I used a different my Disney experience account, yeah. which is still my name, just not the same one that they're connected with. So they couldn't see it just in case because you never know if you just happen yeah. to be checking your app and stuff and see what was going yeah. on with the days leading to it but we got to share some breakfast the next day we got to see the ring which is like apparently people care about that the real racket <laughs> the real racket and i was telling, telling jt this and maybe i was naive but like you gotta buy two rings this is crap it took it took enough <laughs> to buy an engagement ring and i didn't think about it until after i proposed and i was like wait i gotta buy a wedding band one day yeah yeah so yeah that's to look forward to another pr- the yeah. pressure is not over there's the whole wedding and then another ring and then a lifetime of Misery. I mean, a <laughs> lifetime of rings. Wedded bliss. Lifetime of misery. I'm just kidding. I'm very happy to marry. I but. got lucky, and uh, we didn't realize this, but I found out like months later that my mom had had um, this ring that I'm actually wearing is my wedding band. It was my great grandmother's, and we were like, uh, "Score, free wedding band." Yeah, <laughs> like it jackpot. worked out. Yes. Yeah, it worked out. So you just never know. Sometimes. So, you know, and you hear some Disney proposals and some of them are a little more over the top and some of them are in front of the castle. But I like these types of ones because it's a little bit more your thing. Like you guys like to eat. Like, like you, know, you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, thanks, would, Greg. Right. I would uh, hashtag food motivated. Well, um, you guys like to eat, so, yeah. you know, you guys came, like food. That came out very wrong. But I meant like I, I would also include food. Like, I tried yeah. to. We were trying to eat ice cream for my but The ice cream place was closed. Um <laughs> That's a different story for a different day. Um, so okay, it was it seemed like more your thing, and, and I like hearing those types of stories, and I assume I know, everyone I, else would. So thanks for sharing it. I feel like so often I hear stories where it's like, oh, and she was being such a pain in the ass. And like, And it <laughs> was, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I hear that story all the time, and I, I was, like, looking for it. I was like, okay, this is going to be one of those type of stories where something was going on. But it wasn't. It seemed so sweet. I love that. And now you have something else to look forward to, because later on in life, you're going to hear this again at some other point in your life. <laughs> Are you planning a Disney wedding? We are, yeah. Yes. We actually already called. Oh, snap. <laughs> okay, have you set a date? Uh, well, okay, so originally we we booked a Disneyland wedding. Okay. Okay. For October 22nd. This sounds like breaking news. Okay. It is breaking news. You don't know this news. <laughs> <Yeah>. So then, <laughs> and then we kind news. of thought about it, and we were like, okay. who's going to come? Yes. yes. Not that the day's about anybody else. It, re- it really isn't. And well, I, yeah, but we, you want to share it. to an extent, and we want to share it with people yes. that we love. Yeah. And I think everybody's expecting us to have it here. Yeah. So like, you know, if everybody's willing to come here, yes. I'm willing to move my location to here. To yeah. my apartment? It's also, yeah. Yeah, 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 in this room. This little my studio. God. This and, is them asking you right now. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm flattered. And not oh, my that gosh, Reba's going to be your ring bearer? Why? Yes. Oh, my God, that's so, Nicole's the flower girl oh, somehow, wow. even though she's grown <laughs> And not that it's going to save us a ton of money because it's still Disney, but, like, yes. we don't have to pay to fly and we don't have to pay to stay in True. California for yes. 10 days and whatever so yeah we're excited and we called disney world and you can't book until 16 months out okay that's so we true. have to wait two months 16 months yeah. 16 yeah. Months. so june 1st weekend how come when we did it, it was where um, remind because the months. pack the package that you do is oh very i got the cheap package is what they're saying and we were we were only seven <laughs> and we're not so no. i'm sorry no um, <laughs> i was just gonna be legit <laughs> Do you know, like, so have you already looked and you know, like, which location you want to do? I think we're going to go for the wedding pavilion if it's okay. available that day. We're going to call, like, the minute that we can, co- yes. that we can call. Which so, is, yeah. that the, is that, that's the Grand Floridian, right? Yes. And okay. although you didn't ask for advice, I'll give you, I mean, you do what you want into your life, but if you have it on off days, it'll be available. Oh, yeah, exactly. We, we're planning, it's a Thursday, I think. Yeah, we did a Thursday, because so, here, okay. days of the week don't really matter. If you're on vacation, it's the same thing. So we got married on a Thursday, and our, our venue was available. We called the day up, but there was no one even booked. The, like, every slot was open. Yeah, it's, and it's, I mean, people Thursday. coming aren't just going to come for the weekend anyway. No, they're especially coming from up right. north. They're going to come for, yeah. Um, and remind me, remind me again where your families will be coming from. 
Uh, my family's coming from New York, and his is coming from Ohio. Yeah, some okay. from Ohio, and then I have family that lives here already, so. Oh, good. Well, that helps, for that'll sure. Be, yeah, it'll just be easy for everybody, because I mean, it's mostly like, why are we going to spend all this money if nobody's going to come? Yeah. You know, so if we're going to yeah. spend the money, might as well make everybody what? kind of happy. Yeah. So, so you said October of next year, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so fun! Every listener is invited. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> We can Send afford every one of you. You're invited to come to the address. parking lot and bring a gift, but you can't go into the wedding <laughs> pavilion. You um, can wait outside the wedding pavilion if you want. I mean, so happy to have you back later on when it comes time to the actual, because uh, I think people are interested in, in Disney weddings and proposals yeah, and stuff, because there sure. are probably some to-be brides out there who want to do Disney wedding stuff. Um, so I'm sure we'll have you on to talk about that stuff, but thank you for sharing your proposal story. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it, was, it was a fun thing to be a part of. Um, and I'm, I'm not making this about me. It's just it was cool to be able to be a, a part of something because it's like it's a big deal. It's not just yeah. some random thing that happens, right? Um, uh, and I can't wait to see who JT proposes to next. So, <laughs> so thanks for joining us. You don't have to leave, uh, but we are going to wrap it up here. So yeah, hopefully uh, when you go back and listen to this, uh, and everyone that did enjoyed our things you may not know about Hollywood Studios. Super pumped to go to Hollywood Studios the day this episode releases. So as you're listening to this, potentially I'll be out there sweating in the sun. You'll be frolicking around. Checking out their parade, which I my goal is to get a spot in the shade, which is interesting. Me, cause it's hey, give down. me some shots of the uh, the citizens of Hollywood. They're my favorite. Yes, so. boss. Uh, I want to see what they're doing for the day. The term streetmosphere is a phrase coined by an Imagineer. So it's a real thing. It's Ooh. not just like a thing that we toss around. It's an actual like Disney vocab word. Oh, interesting. Why didn't you add that into our facts? I don't know. It doesn't really fit in anywhere. <laughs> and I, you know what? Maybe I did, didn't I? I said it now. Whatever. I feel like that's good Whatever. enough. That's good enough. Well, hey, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me at NRG Adventures. And our account, our podcast account, is at That Park Life Podcast. Yes. And you can find me over at Lost Princess Printing. All right. Thanks for listening. And we've been, what's the name of our show here? Oh, uh, um, you can <laughs> follow JT at Showcase underscore Traveler and Mariah, Mariah uh, something. Mariah of, of Main Street. Of yes. Main Street. Hashtags. I'm kidding. I know you're, you're Instagram. Uh, there are hashtags in between those words. So Mariah of Main Street. Feel free to uh, like the hashtags. photo of my ring. Underscores. Um, Thank yes. you. Bye-bye. Yes. All right. Bye. Oh, let's try that again. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.